Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Friendly Voices podcast. That is right, I have rebranded after one week. I thought, screw it, I need change, I need something different. And so I've gone for a new podcast title from the Voice Note podcast to Friendly Voices because I thought it just sounds better and it sounds nicer. And yeah, so here we are. Um, If you're new, you're so welcome. If you're not new, you're also really welcome Thank you for coming back. Uh, I don't really expect, didn't expect that, but like I'm very, very thankful for that. And um, if you're new, I guess it would probably be helpful if I told you who I am. Um, because yeah, it's that's a good thing to know whenever you're listening to someone, just a bit about them. Um, but yeah, I'm not famous. I'm not an influencer. I'm not anything that important. I'm just a guy called James who decided to start a podcast. Um, no idea why really, just had this thought like why not give it a go and so here we are um, and yeah I just want to say a massive thank you again to those who listened last week, I went worldwide guys, um, as, is it Pitbull, Pitbull says, middle worldwide, that's me, I'm Mr. Worldwide, I've got viewers in the UK, Hull, Scunthorpe, Grimsby, the best places and then we go to Northern Ireland, you've got your Ahockles, your Balamonies, your um, Limavadis, places like that. I don't know if people did listen from there, but it just says United Kingdom on my viewership thing, listenership thing, so I was just assuming that. And then you go further afield, you've got the luxury Switzerland, Poland, United States, Germany. I'm just like, wow, guys, crazy. Crazy, thank you so much. Um, But yeah, I am also, just before we start, I think it's important that I plug my Instagram because I think if I want to continue growing, continue doing this, it's good. So if you want to follow my Instagram page, it's at The Friendly Voices. So no spaces, just at The Friendly Voices. And there you can see what I get up to with the podcast. Um, I don't really know what I'm going to do with it yet, but you can send me voice notes there as well if you want to ask a question. Um I actually just realized I should explain what this podcast is about for people who are new as well. So basically, the premises is that um, I got my friends to, or fans, as I've said before, all my fans and my friends, to send me voice notes. Um, and basically, I ask, I answer them live on the podcast. And it's carnage, it's chaos, it's, I don't know, a bit of fun. I haven't been hit with a deep question yet, but we'll see what happens this week. I haven't listened to any of the ones this week, and I'm I'm not going to lie, I'm genuinely really, really nervous, um, because I feel like the first one was just kind of chill. This one's actually got a bit of pressure to it, so I need to prepare myself. But yeah, if you missed last week's episode, we talked about cheese and pineapple, and uh, just go listen if you want to know what that means, Um because yeah it's a very confusing title um well it's not really it's just cheese and pineapple but there's so much more to it so go and have a listen but yeah i think actually i'll just like i've been called out guys by the cheese fans of the world cheese experts or as i call them chess experts um apparently there's more than one blue cheese in the world and this has completely blown my mind I just thought there was a one one cheese, one blue cheese. I, I thought it was just the same blue cheese in the shop. Um, but apparently there's a lot. And I actually did some research and, yeah, there's over 100. There was an article that said 
top 100 blue cheeses to try. And I thought that would... Imagine being in a room where there's 100 blue cheeses. Like, that would be so bad. But yeah, um, so I apologise to all the cheese experts out there, the cheese fans. Um, I know you're, you're, you're into your cheese and you're very loyal to it. So that's really fair. And I hope that, yeah, I can improve on my knowledge of cheese, etc, etc. But anyway, with that said... Let's get into this week's episode. Um, I think the first person we're going to listen to is one of my dear friends, Ruben. Now, Ruben, if I could sum up Ruben in one word, it's rocket. He's an absolute rocket. He is, um, yeah, he's a mad guy, but I mean, I say he's mad, he isn't that mad. He's just mad in comparison to me, like he actually goes outside um but yes so Ruben has sent me a voice note this week and I'm actually kind of interested to hear what he's going to ask because I feel like yeah I'm kind of nervous but Ruben what have you got for me hey James Ruben here hope all things are good just thought it'd be some good content for the new podcast can you tell all your fans please about the story of you in the swimming pool on holiday thanks bye oh no oh no oh no okay Ruben's done me one here um I guess um how do I tell this story without like losing street rep um, street credit, whatever the term is these days. Let me take you back then. As Ruben said, there is a story of me in a swimming pool when I was younger. To be honest, my memories are a bit tarnished of this story. You'll probably like realise why, but I've been faithfully told by my sister, my family, that I did cause a scene. Now, I believe the scene was in a holiday park. I think it might have been France. And my family uh, decided, let's go to France. Let's go to this holiday park at a caravan. We'll go to the swimming pool. And yeah, decided one day, let's all go to the swimming pool. It'll be great. Have fun. Lounge by the pool. I'll get in my like armbands and just float and exist. And my mum will hopefully keep watch of me and hope that I don't drown. And my sister will probably, you know, play like around with me and bully me as she often did um I had a great childhood but yeah basically um I don't really know how to tell this story in detail because I feel like that would probably be yeah not really great but I was in the swimming pool and let's just say I needed the toilet no I'm I'm completely exposing myself to the world here um do I continue? Yes, I do, because life is about sharing, um, and I will continue to tell this story. But keep in mind, I was young. I was like eight or nine, um, and I really needed the toilet, and I thought, I'm not making it. I'm floating. I've got armbands. I can't really do much here. Like, the toilets are quite a far distance. I'm in a pool, I'm basically like, you know, when you look at sea and you see those boys bobbing up and down. Um, and when I say boys, I don't mean like myself. I mean like those things that you see in the sea. And yeah, I was just like that. I wasn't really moving. And all of a sudden, it just came out. The Titanic sunk. 
I drop the kids off, whatever you want to say, absolute chaos in the swimming pool. I don't really know what happened, but I'm just going to imagine in my head, mum's screaming, Sarah's laughing, Sarah's my sister by the way, mum drags me out of the pool, I'm probably at this point crying because I'm like, what's happened, why is everyone running away? Kids in the pool start screaming, running out of the pool, hands in the air, just mums and dads blocking their eyes, making sure they don't see it. Lifeguard blowing his whistle, causing just absolute sensory overload. And yeah, basically the pool had to be evacuated. I I did it in the toilet. In the toilet, I didn't do it in the toilet. That's what I should have done. I did it in the swimming pool. Um, sometimes you just have to own up to things, you know. Sometimes you have to admit your weaknesses, and that was one of mine. Yeah, I'm a good guy, guys. But yeah, I'm, I'm not proud of it, but it happened, and sometimes you just got to live with it. Like, look at Gary Lineker. He literally did it on a football pitch in front of millions of people, and he's a TV presenter in front of millions of people. So there's still success out there for me. Um, and if I ever get a new job or future employees or current employees see this i honestly promise you i'm changed i do go to the toy anyway yeah so that was that um story uh thank you Ruben, so much for your question i love just how caring and thoughtful it was of me and how yeah that was great so um anyway let's get on to the next question okay so if I thought this couldn't get much worse, this next question is from my dad. No, I don't mean that in a bad way. My dad is a great guy, as is everyone who asks me a question, a great guy or girl. But yes, my dad has asked me a question and he put it into the family group chat. He listened to last week's episode and yeah, I'm sure my dad is very proud of me for this podcast. I'm sure he would. He is just so proud of me speaking about cheese and breaking pineapples um, with my hand, like I'm sure when he thought of how I'd love my son to grow up, this is probably exactly how he envisaged. And that previous question is definitely not helping things. But yeah, this is probably like the most terrified I've been in my life because I don't think my dad's ever sent me a voice note. And I don't know if he knows how to send a voice note as well, but I'm sure you do because he's, again, as I say, a great guy um, and he's capable of doing that. But um, I guess let's just see what happens. And if it's that bad, I'm just going to have to like cut it out. But anyway, here we go. Hello, James. Diddy here. Following your excellent uh, broadcast last week, or was it a podcast about pineapples and cheese? My question is, how thick should a loaf of bread be if I'm making a pineapple and cheese sandwich? Thank you. I look forward to your reply. Um, that went so much better than I expected. Um, what was his question? His question was, sorry, I don't know what's just happened. My brain is completely messed. Was that my dad? Anyway, it, I think he's just asked, how thick should a loaf of bread be if you were to make a cheese and pineapple sandwich? Ooh. It's a great question, but honestly, I don't know if I can answer because my head is absolutely twisted. Was that my dad? Anyway, um, 
Yeah, so let, let's try and dissect this question, shall we? Um, so how thick should a loaf of bread be if you're going to make a pineapple and cheese sandwich? Now, I don't think those two things, three things, three, sorry, three things go naturally together. However, there's a caveat to that because people say pizza with pi pineapple is actually nice and I'm, jury's out on it and I, as a cultured Italian tourist, I completely disagree because it's called a Hawaiian pizza and pizza is Italian and where's Hawaii and Italy? Anyway, that's another question. Where is Hawaii and Italy? We can save that for another day. But I think the perfect thickness for a loaf of bread, it has to be thick, doesn't it? Because if you think about it, the worst thing you want when you're eating a pineapple and cheese sandwich, which honestly, that sounds, you know what, content idea. And if you go on my Instagram, everyone follow my Instagram. I'm going to try a pineapple and cheese sandwich. There we go. Thank you, Dad. You know the way to content. Anyway, I think the thickness, it needs to be a thick, thick boy. And yeah, I mean, seven C's on that thick. So, um, because if you think about it, the pineapple juice, you don't want it seeping through that bread, do you? You want to have, you don't want to be like squeezing the bread together as you get the cheese. And then all of a sudden, like juice squirts everywhere or like it's going through the bread and also I'm actually like do you know what I think this could actually be pretty decent if you put the bread in it in in the grill or on the grill put a bit of pineapple and a bit of cheese melted it put it together I think we're on to something to answer your question I think it has to be thick also type of bread now I think it has to be has to be a bit of well, I'm a, I'm not going to lie, I'm a bit of like a posh guy when it comes to food. So sardo has to be like a sardo, I don't know, just sardo of some kind um, with some pineapple and cheese. I think that's my, I'm going to have to try that. I don't really know how to like what else to add to that, but that was a really, really good question. Right, guys? Um, I'm very proud of my dad. Um, for doing that and for figuring out how to use voice notes that's one big step for man um etc etc uh don't really know what that meant but anyway we're gonna go to our final question of the day now this question is from my amazing friend an amazing lady julia now julia is polish I don't know why that matters, but I've just said that. Um, and how I knew Julia is I lived with Julia for how many years? Three years of my life. I lived with Julia at university. Julia taught me so much about life. Like I know so much about um, just life things. And honestly, I wouldn't be half the human I am today. <laughs> Get emotional. I'm not really. Um, if it wasn't for Julia, because she basically like when we lived together, she just rinsed into me for leaving onions in the sink or like not cleaning the floor or teaching me how to cook without killing myself things like that you know the basics in human life so yeah just massive shout out to Julia Julia is um said that her question is a simple question but it's a bit deep so warning that this podcast could be about to get 
a bit deeper than pineapple and cheese on bread. So, without further ado, let's see what Julia has to say. Hi, James. Hi. Just wanted to say congrats on starting the podcast. Thank you. I love the first episode. Mm -hmm. um, I have a question for you for one of your next episodes. Ooh. What is your favorite childhood memory? Right. So, this wasn't planned, but it certainly wasn't the first question's answer of the swimming pool incident. I can tell you that for one. My favorite childhood memory. I had a great, well, I think I had a great childhood. I don't really know who else to compare it to. I guess other children, but my one of my favorite childhood memories is this makes me sound like the most um, spoiled kid ever. But basically, I went on holiday with my family to Egypt, um, which sounds so like posh and Tory. So I'm sorry for that. But um, yeah, basically went on fam on holiday with my family to Egypt when I was about nine, which again is nine ten. It's quite scary because that's quite similar to the timeline of the time I did the thing in the to in the pool. But um, it is what it is. And yeah, like, I just remember that experience being really, really cool. Um, I think, like, one of the things that really stood out for me was um, that I got to try different things. And so, actually, that trip was kind of mad now I think about it. Um, I'll tell you a few stories. So, it just taught me a lot. It taught me not to trust strangers. Now, I'll tell you a reason why. So, when I went to Egypt with my parents and my sister... We went to the pyramids. Now, I'm not going to lie, they're not all that. They're just like genuinely these triangles in the middle of like a dusty field, the equivalent of a field anyway. Um, they are, it is impressive, but like I wouldn't go to Egypt just to see them. Basically, we were like, let's get a camel ride. So I was like, oh, sweet camel ride. Let's do it. So I was wearing a France football top, I think it was, or maybe it was a Brazil and a class pair of sunglasses. And basically... I got on this camel and each camel had like a tour guide or I don't know, that's definitely not the right word. Like someone leading my camel with like a, a rope. So he's pulling my camel along and he looks at me and he says, we're in the middle of the Sahara Desert and nothing around us. I'm definitely probably like over exaggerating here, but in my head, in the middle of the Saharan Desert, nothing around us. All that I trust is this boy holding this rope on this camel. Now, this boy looked at me and he said, or he thought to himself, I love that shirt. And he then said to me, I like your shirt. Can I swap your shirt for my shirt? Now, I looked at my shirt and his shirt and I thought to myself, my shirt is a lot better than your shirt. So no is the answer. And then he said again, you might you might want to shop swap your shirt with my shirt. Now I thought that's a bit threatening, but I said no, no, I'm not swapping my shirt with your shirt. Anyway, go on the journey, and he says to the next. He goes extreme here. He goes, if you don't swap your shirt with my shirt, I'm letting go of this rope. I say, there's no way you're letting hold of, go of this rope. I'm not giving you my shirt. The guy lets go of the rope and my camel is away. It's like trotting off. It's like going back to camel land or something. I don't know where that is. But anyway, 
it's crazy. I'm on this camel. It's trotting away. I'm like, I'm done. I'm in the Sahara. Uh, nothing's around me. I'm run- going away from my parents. And it was in those instincts that I was like, I'm so glad. This is going to sound me- make me sound even more posh. But that I did horse riding lessons when I was younger. Because I was able to pull the reins. I controlled the camel. I pulled it back. I was able to turn around and the camel was chill. But the guy got told off and I won. So moral of the story is don't trust strangers and, yeah, believe in yourself. But anyway, that wasn't a good memory. The good memory was um, that, yeah, I got to try loads of different stuff. Obviously, the camel was one of the things. Yeah, I think one thing that really stood out to me was we did, like, again, going to sound posh again, but we did a a cruise down the River Nile. Um, I'm just genuinely just realising how privileged I was as a kid. But, um... Yeah, I basically on the on the cruise I got to try shisha, I got to do belly dancing, I saw like crocodiles and things like that. And I was only like ten and I was doing these things. And if you met me now, like those are two things that I would never do. Um so yeah, it just taught me like a lot of life lessons. But anyway, that is none less to the point. I don't know if that makes sense. But uh, that is the end of this week's episode. Thank you to Ruben, my dad, and Julia for the voice notes. Yeah, I hope everyone's enjoyed it. I hope you've learned more about me. I hope that you are like, yeah, just really encouraged to share more of your life with others like I have because it definitely won't embarrass you and like people definitely won't make fun of you in public for doing what you did in a swimming pool. Um, but yeah, that is me. Um, yeah, just going to shout out again my Instagram, at the Friendly Voices, um, if you want to find out more information about the podcast, because I haven't posted anything, so you're not going to see anything. But if you want to send me voice notes there, please do. Yeah, voice notes are always encouraged, because it's the reason this podcast continues. Um, I just want to thank you as well for listening. Um, it's a pleasure. I hope you've enjoyed. I have no idea what I've just said in this episode. Um, but yeah, hope you all have a really good week. And see you next time.